Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah, Har Lebanon, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Mem, 140. We will begin, however, on Daf Kuf, Lametet, Amud Bet, on the bottom, at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Notnim Maim Al Gabe Hashmanim Bishfil Shiyitzulu. Shiyitzulu. Person, the, this part of the Mishnah has many, many different machlokets about how to explain it. Uh, we're going to explain it one way. Of course, there are many ways to understand it. The Mishnah says the following. You're allowed to put water over the shmarim of the wine. Shmarim are the leftover residue of the wine, the mushed grapes that have been pressed already. Why? Kadesh Yitzolu. So this way, it comes clear. Usually there's wine inside. And uh, they put water over the the shmarim in order that it far, that that you can get out that wine until the water runs clear and then they stop in order that they shouldn't waste any grape juice that's in the pressed grapes so you're allowed to pour the water over there you can filter the wine with a, a sudar with a handkerchief and with an Egyptian strainer. Now, what type of wine we're talking about here is going to be a subject of dispute in the Yishonim. But there's a certain type of wine that you're allowed to um, filter with either cloths or these um, baskets from Egyptian stuff. You could put an egg into a some crushed mustard seeds that are in a filter from before Shabbat. And ve'osin agmolit inmolin b'Shabbat. You can make an inmolin mixture on Shabbat. Rabbi Yehuda Omer b'Shabbat b'Kos. Rabbi Yehuda is claiming now. Not it's not clear if Rabbi Yehuda is explaining what we said before. Or Buda is a new opinion. But either way, he's saying, Bashabat, if you're making this inamalin on Shabbat, because you can only do it in a cup. It's a limited amount, a very small amount. In Yom Tov, you can make it in a bottle. And you can make an entire barrel of it. And basically, according to Buda, there's a restriction of how much you can make depending on how holy the day is. It depends how many guests you have. If you have more guests, you can make more. Says the Gemara, Amar Ziiri, Ziiri says, A person could put clear wine and clear water through a strainer and there's no problem. But if the wine is muddy, Meaning, if the wine has a lot of sediment in it, then you can't put it through the strainer. We're assuming over here that what's going on is as follows. If the wine is considered drinkable, so if it's clear wine, then you're putting it through. Okay, you're taking out a few things, but no one really cares what you're taking out. It was good even beforehand. It's okay to go through the strainer. But if it's muddy and no one would drink it, or most people won't drink it, then it's Asur. That's the words of Zi'iri. May TV, they ask a question on Zi'iri from a brighter Rashbag Omer. Tored Adam Havit Shel Yain 
person can spill, could stir up the wine, mixing the wine with the, the mush. And you could put it in the strainer and there's no problem. So you see that even though you mixed it and the shmarim in the wine, so it's probably murky, still you're allowed to put it through. And Ziri said it was Asur. Yes, that's true. And the the Braita is true that you're allowed to do it, but the Braita is talking about a particular case where you're drinking the muddy wine and you're doing it when it was exactly fresh, in between the wine presses, in between wine press number one and wine press number two, when it's fresh, people don't mind drinking the, the murk. But once you leave it for a while, the murky stuff gets moldy-ish, and then no one wants to eat it without filtering it. So if it's in between the rivers and it's fresh, so you wouldn't eat the grape, so you can also eat, you can also don't mind having little chewy things in your wine. But once the wine has stored for a while, then you're not allowed to pour it through the strainer because then you wouldn't have eaten it if it's in the thing. Okay, so we've, We've handled that pretty well. Now we're at the two dots. We said you're allowed to filter wine through cloths. As long as you don't make a guma. As long as you don't make a dip in the cloth. It seems like in the old days you used to make a dip in the cloth. And this way, the wine would drip into a particular part of the barrel. And here, you're not allowed to make a guma because that's uvdin dechol. That is a normal way to do things during the week. You have to do it flat and let the wine go wherever it lands. Says the Gemara, with a basket, mitzvit. As long as this basket isn't a tefach off the bottom of the ground, because if you put it a tefach off the bottom of the ground, then it would be an ohel. Okay. Now, Amarav, high pornica, the rag that you cover the barrel with, afligi de kuva shari, akula kuva asur. You can only put it on half the barrel and not the whole barrel. The reason why is because it makes an oil. So if you do it halfway, it's not that much. Okay. This is assuming that there's a tefach in between the liquid in the barrel and the top. But if there's less than a tefach, it should be okay, even if you put it over the whole thing. Amara Papa, lo nedek inish tsniuta de kuzni de chavita. Person shouldn't put straw and wood chips into the mouth of the jug. Because it looks like you're making a filter, even though you're not. Now, in Rapapa's house, they would take the shikhra, the beer, and they would pour it slowly from one cup to the other, leaving out the stuff on the bottom. Imagine you have a person whose tea bag rips open. So he's got a lot of tea leaves, and he doesn't want to drink tea with the leaves. So what you do is you the, the, the tea leaves of on the bottom and you slowly pour from one to the other leaving the tea the tea leaves on the bottom so you end up with pure tea here we're doing it with beer there's hops in the beer and you pour it one to the other in order to get it pure 
Well, how are you allowed to do that? What about the last drops? Because the last drops are in the border. In the beginning, when you're taking from the top, the top stuff is not mixed with the tea leaves on the bottom. So you're not doing any border because it's not called border. What's on the top, it's already separated. But what's on the bottom, when you pour out the water from the bottom, from in between the tea leaves, you're doing separation. How are you allowed to do that? You shouldn't be allowed to separate it. So says the Gemara. Oh, in Rapapa's house, because they had so much beer, he seems like he was a beer merchant, because they had so much beer, the nitzotzot, the last drops, were not important. So they never used to get out the last bits of the, of the, of the drops. So they used to stop before it got to the bottom, and that's why it's not considered borer. Says the Gemara, you're allowed to put an egg into the mustard, while it's straining. Tani Yaakov Korchak, Yaakov Korchak used to say, we're now on the top of Daf Kufmem, our Daf for today. The reason why you got to do it is because they only put the yolk there because they want the yolk to color the mustard a very, very strong yellow. And therefore, the yolk goes through and the, the white remains on the top. And the reason why it's okay is because both parts of the egg are going to be eaten. Normally that would be a sore, but since you're eating both parts, they allow it over here. And you want both parts. You just want one through the whole thing. Itmar. If you have mustard that you needed from Erev Shabbat. We don't need mustard much nowadays. We buy it already prepared. But if you have mustard seeds, it seems like it needs to be kneaded like a dough. So if you needed it before Shabbat, the next day, Amarav, you could you could put it in with liquid if you put the liquid in with a, a keli. But nah, can't put it in by hand. Amalishmuel, biyad, biyad is a problem. Nobody mixes in liquid by hand on a regular day. Because then it, that, that would be like donkey food. And therefore, therefore, why are you making it like Oh, yad is a problem. Yad should be better. You can only do it with your hands and not a keli because then you're doing it in a funny way. Itma, we learned. With your hand and with a keli is asur. With a keli and with your hand are mutar. Not like a biyokhan that it's mutar, but rather it's asur. Who said it was allowed? Switched to go like Rabbi Lazar. Who says Asur? And Rabbi switched and joined Shmuel. That says it's allowed by with a keli and not by hand. So everyone's switching sides here. Again, Rabbi Yochanan took Rabbi Lazar. That's completely Asur. And Rabbi Lazar took up Shmuel's thing, who said that it was partially a mutar only if with a, with a you with it with your hand, not with a utensil. Who's saying it's Asur no matter what? Abaya's mother, now we said before that Abaya held it was Asur. Abaya's mother made it for him and he wouldn't eat it because he held it was Asur. Tibitu de Zi'ir, Zi'ir's wife, 
She made it from Chiyah Rashi, he wouldn't eat it either. She told him, You're not eating what your Rebbe doesn't eat? If your Rebbe won't eat it, why won't you eat it? We had this once before, that she had this problem last time. If anyone remembers where it was, please give me a call. Amarava Barshava, have a Kamina Kameda Ravina. I was once standing in front of Ravina, Ubechashili, Beshushkra de Tuma Vaachal. I stirred it, I stirred his mustard with the piece of the garlic, and he thought it was fine, and he ate it, even though when you're doing it with the center, it should be a problem. Amar Mozutra, let Hikata Kohan Shmata, Halakha is not like any of these rabbis. Ella, Kihadi Itmar, Khadal, Shalashmir Shabbat, if you already mixed the Khadal before Shabbat, the Machama Khobiyad, Ben Bekeli, it's allowed. Either way, it's fine. So, this is the Khotvash, you can put honey into it, Velo Yitrof, Elam Arev. Don't hit it hard, don't mix it hard, rather, stir it lightly. Now, Shalin Shakan Me'er Shabbat, if you have. Um, spinach, I think, that was chopped before Shabbat. The Machan Hotel to Hoshim and the Homets. You can put oil and vinegar into it. Mamshik to Hon Amita. You can put Amita, get thrown into it. You can't mix it too hard, only stirring, just like we saw before, by the mustard. Another thing, if you have crushed garlic from before Shabbat, you can put either fool or you can put beans into it. Again, you can't smash it, you can't crush it, rather, you just mix it lightly. And you're allowed to put amita in. What my amita, what amita? So, my answer is nana, it's mint. We see from here that if you put nana, it's very, very yummy to eat it with spinach. I never tried it, but it sounds good. Osin in molin b'shabbat. You learn in molin. What's in molin? Tanur banan. Osin molin b'shabbat. In osin and alantit. You can only make in molin, not alantit. Ve'ezur in molin, ve'ezur alantit. What are the two things? In molin yain v'zashu pilpin. In molin is wine with honey and pepper. An molin yain v'shem yain yashanu ma'im sulin. Alantit is old wine and clear water. And persimmon juice. It makes someone who's hot cool off. And here's the story. I remember Yosef Yosef once said that you're drinking this wine with 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 clear water and, and the persimmon juice, it makes you cool. How do we see? One time went after Marukva to the bath. They brought him one cup of it. I felt it from my head to my toes. It, it chilled me so much. If I would have had another one, I probably should have died. And if I don't die, I'm afraid I'll take away from my Olam Abba because I, I, I put myself in danger. That's how much it cooled me, my body temperature so low that you could be in danger if I drank a second one. Ask the Gemara, how could it be that so bad? More drinks it every day. When, when you get you eat, drink it a lot, you can get used to it. But for a person unused to it, it causes a very nice cooling effect, but don't drink too much of it. It could be dangerous. Says the Gemara. I'm sorry, says the new Mishnah. 
and shorin at a chiltet proportion. You can't soak chlitit in portion in warm water. You can put vinegar in it. You can't let the kashirin and the shafin um, you can't soak it. Sholin, you make it float. You can't rub it. You can put it into a kavra, which is a sieve, or a kalka into a basket. You can't sift straw with a sieve. It seems like they used to take straw. And they would have a special silt sifting process. You put it through a sieve. This way you get the shaft out and you'll have straw that you can feed to the animals. So you can't sift it with a sieve. Can't put in a high place. This way the chaff that the animals cannot eat will blow off. You can't do that. But you can put it in the sieve and you pour it through into the evus, which is that's the place where the donkeys eat out of. That part, okay, putting in that donkey thing, that's okay. Says the Gemara, Ibayel, who asked the question, Saramai, let's say I actually soaked it, if I shut up, if I soaked it, then what's the halacha? Is it a sur mutar? Tirgamar of Ada Nisha, Kamed Rav Yosef. Rav Ada Nisha explained, in front of Yosef, Shara Chayav Chatat. If you soaked it, your Chayav Chatat, you have to bring a Korban in the Beit Mikdash. Amale Abaya Elamata Shara Umtza Bemaya Hachinamid Mechayev. You think you'll also be Chayav if you soak raw meat in water? Why? Now, soaking raw meat is for sure not a problem, but Abaya is exaggerating, saying it should be the same thing. Why should be chayav anything? Says the Gemara, Elamar Abaye midrabanan. Rather, no, it's the midrabanan. Shelo yaseh bederek shuoseh bechol. A person shouldn't treat it like he does the wicked. It's an uvda dechol type of problem like we saw earlier. It's not a deoraita. We, we thought before that it would have been lash. Migabel is a type of lash. Lash means kneading. Uh, of course, there will be no lash in meat, and therefore Rabbi was exaggeratingly asking a question. And the Gemara says, No, it's really the Rabbanan. Can you take the chalatit and put it in cold water? Now, chalatit, the chalatit, like we said in the Mishnah, is. Uh, the uh, bad smelling gum resin the Gemara is saying what if you did it in cold water so according to Rav Yana it's Asur ask the Gemara it says you can't so- soak it in lukewarm water implying that if it's cold water it's okay if so 
right? Then what, what's the difference between me and you? Why are you, why are you asking me? You're obviously asking me because I know. Yes, you're right, there's a Mishnah, but the Mishnah is only one rabbi, and we don't all go like that, rabbi. You can't do it in either one. So you see from, the, from this, this b'raisa that Tanakama holds they're both Asur. And only Rabbi Yossi is saying that cold water is okay. Since it's only Rabbi Yossi, we don't go with Rabbi Yossi, we go with Tanakama. And that's why I told you what I told you. Don't ask me again. Lamai Avdile. Why do they use this mixture for? Liyukra Deliba for a person who feels a pain in his heart. Now, Rav Acha Bar Yosef Chash he had a pain in his heart. Take three gold weights worth of, us, of, uh, of this gum resin and drink it over three days. Azil Ishti Chamshe B'Shavat Umale B'Shavat he drank it on Thursday and Friday, and now we had a question: What about on Shabbat? Litzafra Azal Shalvei Midrasha. Amru leitanim debei Reb Ada, v'Amru leitanim more by Reb Ada. Shorotiyatam kavu kovayim ena choshesh. You could drink a lot. You could bring even. You could drink even a kav, which is much more than they asked you to drink, and you don't have to worry about it. Now Amru le. So he said, No, no. Lishtot lo kamabayle. I wasn't wondering whether or not. I could drink it. I know I could drink it. I don't know if I'm allowed to soak it. If I don't have any more, am I allowed to soak it? It happened to me. I asked about He didn't know. So he went to ask for Mahuna. And he said that you can do it in cold water. And you can leave it in the sun even. And it can get warm in the sun. So you're not putting it in warmer water, but you're putting it in the cold water in the sun, which gets warm. Kiman Now, when he says it's in the cold water, is that only because like Rabbi Yossi who allows the cold water? Or even the rabbi who had said that cold, waters, uh, cold water is asur would allow. He says, no, I feel him on the asar. When is it asur if you didn't start drinking it on Thursday and Friday like you did? It's too dangerous for you to miss a day. This type of medication, if you miss a day, is more dangerous. It's not clear exactly from the Rishonim if it's actually more dangerous, meaning it wasn't such a danger when you started, but if you take it to stop, it's either, uh, it's either more dangerous or, the, or you lost everything you, everything you started. Now, Mistamich va'azil va'acha bar Yosef aket v'derav nach ma'yitzik barachte. Rabbi Yosef was walking and he was leaning on his um, nephew, his sister's son, Rav Nach ma'yitzik. Amalei, so Rabbi told him, Ki matina leber of Safra Ailina. When I get to Rav Safra's house, I want to go in. Ki mata Ailin. When they went, they went in. Ba'i minayes malach susi kitunta b'gishabta. Can you clean? Can you rub a shirt on Shabbat? Do we say It seems like the linen shirts, when you first start with the linen shirts, 
those linen shirts are very rough. And you don't want that rough linen on your skin. So what they would do is, when they were new, is they would rub it between their fingers to soften it. So he wants to know, do we say, oh, we're just trying to soften it, and that's okay. Or could be that when you do that, you're making it whiter. And by whitening it, that would be milaben, that would be asur. He says, no, he just wants to soften, that's okay. When he left, he went to say, buy more He said, what do you ask him? I asked him if I can rub the shirt. And he told me it's okay. But he buys a more sutra. She says, why are you asking about a, about a handkerchief? Right? A handkerchief also. When you use it to blow your nose, you want it soft, so you want to rub it a little bit, but it also makes it whiter. He says, no. Sudra lo kamei bayla. I didn't want to ask him about, about a this. Why? Because I know I know I know that already from Avuna. And Rashi tells you what's going on. Then it's asur. Vitishle bor besudra. So if you know, why don't you figure it out from the sudra? In other words, if you're assuming. It's Asur, which is what Rashi is going to say later on. So, why don't you just say, well, if that's Asur, so it's also Asur for a shirt. So you told him, By the handkerchief, it looks like you're trying to make it whiter. It doesn't look like you're making it whiter. It looks like you're trying to make it softer, and therefore it's okay. Amar of Chasta, Kitanta, if you have a shirt, to take it off its rod, which it was hanging on, is allowed. But to take out the rod from it is asur. So in other words, if you have it sitting on a rod, you have a rod sitting there and you have the shirt hanging on the rod, you could take the shirt off the rod, but not the rod off the shirt. Ravah says, when we said it's a sword to take it off, that's assuming that the rod is not a keli, it's just a regular stick that you took off a tree, and it was hanging on that, and since it's like that, it's mukseh. But if you had already made it into a a weaver's rod, then of course it's, it's a keli, and you're allowed to take it out. You're allowed to move it wherever you want to take, to take your shirt off. Amar of Abba, Amar of Chista, Hi, Kishnik Yarka, if you have a bunch of herbs, if you could use it for animal food, you could move it. If not, it's Asur. If you have a string of animal meat, you're allowed to move it because you can eat it. The Kavari Asir. But raw fish, you cannot move. This is because. People would sometimes eat meat like this, but they would not eat fish. Says the Gemara, Amar of Ketina, Haomer beemtamita ki ilu omer bekesa shalisha. A person who stands in the middle of a bed that married people sleep on is like you're sitting on a woman's stomach, which means 
standing on a woman's stomach, which means that you, a person who does that ends up thinking about what happens on that bed, and, think, and therefore it, you bring your, your mind to the wrong thoughts. Really, it's not a sore, and we're not worried that it's going to cause these problems. The Amar of Chista, of Chista says, Some actually change this gear set to Rav Chista so we understand how this fits in the Gemara because the Gemara is saying different things that come from Rav Chista. The Gemara will go further. If you buy vegetables, make sure to buy longer ones. Kisha Kikusha, because each bunch is the same. And if you get longer ones, you're getting more for your money. Because since they don't sell it by the pound, they sell it by the bunch. You might as well buy a longer bunch. You're getting more for your money. Again, the same thing when it comes to reeds. The long, the bundles are all the same. And you end up with a bigger benefit when you buy a longer one. A rabbi, Delona Fishley Rifta, who doesn't have a lot of bread, don't eat herbs, because it causes you to want to eat more. And since you don't have more bread to eat more, you're going to feel hungry for no reason. And therefore, you avoid feeling hungry by not eating too many herbs. Says the Gemara, when I was poor, I didn't eat any herbs. And even when I was wealthy, I didn't eat herbs. Why not? The most of the rabbis became wealthy when they became the head of the Masifta. I didn't have when I was poor because they would make me hungry and I couldn't be couldn't have any more any more food. But when I was wealthy, I'd rather have protein like meat or fish and not fill up on herbs different than people think nowadays. Person who doesn't have a lot of bread shouldn't make it to little pieces. Rather eat it all. Make sure to eat it to have a full meal. So you don't feel hungry. He should not break it up. He's not going to give a big portion and he's going to look cheap if he does that. Says the Gemara. When I was poor, I wouldn't break the bread. I wouldn't give out the bread. Till I saw how much was left in the basket. And I knew that I had enough for myself that I could break it. Otherwise, otherwise, I wouldn't break the bread because I want to make sure to give enough to everyone. Says the Gemara, Abraham Chista, Haimad the Efshale, the Mechal Dava, the Shari, the Achal the Chiti, Kaavar Mishum Daltashrit. If you are not picky and you don't mind eating barley bread and you eat wheat bread, you're wasting money. Baltashrit. Baltashrit. 
able to eat cheaper beer and you drink wine instead, you're wasting money. does not agree with this. Since the other ones are healthier, the wine and the and the wheat bread are healthier, therefore it's much better to take care of your body than take care of your wallet. And therefore it's not considered it's not considered about the to buy pay more for good stuff that's better for your body. Says the Gemara. Amar Chista, Babe Rav to let le mishcha if he doesn't have oil to wash his hands with dimshi b'maya dechritzi you could use the old water that also gets off the stuff off your hands. What else? Amar Chista, Babe Rav the zavin umta lizvin unka. If you're buying meat, you should always make sure to buy the meat of the neck. To eat beitlata mini bisra, because it tastes like all different types of meat, and therefore, therefore you can buy one neck and you can get all the tastes in one shot. Amar Chasta, kituta If you're buying a garment, make sure to buy from Nahar Abba. You should wash it every 30 days. This way it lasts for 12 months. And I can guarantee that if you buy it from the right spot and you wash it every 30 days, it'll last at least a year for you, which is considered a long time when people don't change their clothes too often. Says the Gemara, It means you have a good shirt. Don't sit on a new mat because it ruins your clothes. A person shouldn't send your dress. Tamichicham shouldn't send his dress to a the person who's hosting him. To wash it, we're afraid that she'll see some stain on it, and she'll look down on Tamir Hacham. People have to always look up Tamir Hacham. She should be careful where he sends his wash to. Now, the Gemara is going to say some uh, intimate things that Rav Chista told his daughters before they got married, how they should have relations with their husbands in order. To properly have children, told his daughters, "You should always be modest in front of your husband, in order to, fee- to the husband should look at you ladylike. He should not see you in compromised positions. Don't eat bread in front of your husbands. Don't eat too much bread in front of your husbands. They, most people say that this means not during a meal. Don't nosh during in front of your husbands." Don't eat herbs at night. Could, could these herbs could cause you to have uh, bad breath? Don't eat dates at night. Don't have beer at night. Both of them could cause gas, which would make you unattractive to your husbands. You shouldn't go to the bathroom. In the olden days, in a place where your husband will see where you went to the bathroom. In the old days when you have an outhouse, husband shouldn't come see uh, the, when his wife is relieving herself.
And when a man is knocking at the door, don't say, who is it, male, rather, who is it, female, assume it's a, it's a lady, you're not really talking to bed. Rav Chistu would say that while you're having relations, if your husband is holding uh, your pearl in one hand, and the kura and the oven in the other hand, the pearl is a is a is a synonym for uh, for a woman's private parts that are on the upper part of her body. The kura is the private parts on the lower part of the body. So he says, what should you do? She should hold back from giving the private parts in the lower part of the body to her husband. And only do it when he's more excited about it. And by holding it back and not be giving in right away, it will cause the husband to be more excited. The Gemara says, the Ritva says that the way he explained it to her is by having a pearl, a valuable pearl in one hand and a, and a, um, a coal in the other hand. And he would hide the coal from them and show them the pearl as if to, in the back he doesn't want, he's showing them the less important thing but he has a really important thing in the back. And even though the, uh, then they kept bugging him to see what was in the back hand, and when he showed it to them, so then they, were, then they, saw, the, they saw the lesson about how a person should, owe, should uh, consider themselves, even a woman with her husband should always uh, make herself something special in order that the husband should be excited and they should have more children. And Sholin et Karshanim. You, we, the Mishnah had said before that you can't make these vetches float, right? Mishnah is against the following Tana. And in the Mishnah, we said you could use a kavra, you could use a sieve. But according to Bezman Yaakov, you could never use a sieve at all because a sieve is used. As a borer tool, a tool for separating. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.